0: Come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name's Alex, and we have been all season long going through Survivor Kagiyan, Survivor's 28th season, an episode at a time, and reacting to the many goings on of each episode. Uh, I am a big Survivor fan, seen them all, super duper fan, if you will, and I'm joined by three of my friends who are a Whole, just new to the whole Survivor thing. So you will be receiving takes from various perspectives. You've joined us for the 11th episode of Survivor, Survivor, Survivor Kagayan. Uh, <laughs> we're deep into this one. Only a few left before our live finale episode. Uh, before we get into the depth of this episode, Particularly wonderful episode. Uh, Why don't you meet the folks that are going on this journey with us? Um, One of the high points of this episode was at the reward challenge we got, one of those classic survivor ambassador situations where the winners got to go to a school and give school supplies and perform for the children. And so that got me thinking, y'all. What would be the thing that you would do if you were called upon to perform for children at a school in Cagayan? Um, Adam, welcome to OutWatch.
1: I always love being in OutWatch. Out at OutWatch. Yeah. Is OutWatch a destination. It can be. Okay.
0: <laughs> hey, how would you perform for groups of children?
1: Uh, it's a really good question. I probably juggle. I'm a pretty avid juggler. All right, uh, I could. I, that, that, that's pretty much it. That's my wheelhouse right there. All,
0: All right. right, juggling it is. <laughs> I hope they love juggling. Let's say they could hate juggling. Maybe I think they would just be pleased that there's someone there and there's television cameras. But <laughs> uh, Emily, welcome to OutWatch.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Hey, same question. How would you perform for these children?
2: Yeah, um, I'm really bad with kids. I'm not very fun. So (laughs) I think I'd probably sing because I like to do that. And kids usually like to sing. So I'd try and get them to sing with me. How would you you say? Yeah. Oh, gosh, probably frozen. Everyone knows that.
0: How would you overcome this
3: language barrier? Yeah,
2: I bet they would not Let it go. Mm.
3: (laughs) Music is knows no languages. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Or they can teach me some songs.
0: And that fourth voice you've heard comes from our fourth <laughs> yeah. podcast host, Scott. Welcome to Outwatch. hey oh, How's it going? So fantastic. Uh, Scott, same question. How would you perform for these children?
3: Well, you know, I would probably just lead them in like a round of like some calisthenics or like some sports or something. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of knowing how to do much else, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott, that's a valuable skill. Don't downplay it.
3: You know, nothing's better than the gift of physical education. Mm. So. <laughs>
0: Indeed.
3: <laughs> I, I hope I earned some major man points today.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, as we said, this is episode 11 of Survivor Kageyan titled Havoc to Reek. Um, and before we start to react to the bits Of this episode, let's go and take a trip down to Tree Mail and talk through what happened moment by moment in this episode. We join our tribe after they return from tribal council when Jeffra was just blindsided and voted out. Trish is cool immediately with that move and Tony's decision to blindside her on it, but Cass is not. She begins to get pretty ornery about it. Cass later mishears Tony talking at camp. She believes that he is talking smack about her, but really they're just shooting the poop. Um, And Tony gets really, or sorry, Cass gets real angry about that. Uh, During this argument with Cass, Tony does let it slip that he has his special idol. And now it is open information. His special idol. So at the reward challenge, Spencer, Cass, and Wu win this one and win the chance, as we've said, to be Survivor Ambassadors. Goes to a local school and gives some uh, sporting supplies, some school supplies. And in the midst of the fun, Cass pitches a plan to split the votes on Tony uh, to both Wu and Spencer. Wu is really not into it. Um, judging by his facial reactions and general lack of reaction in general. But then on the way back to camp, he suddenly heel turns and tells Cass and Spencer that he is in to vote Tony out. Uh, Tony confronts Wu about this, suspecting that the game was afoot at the reward, and he lies straight to his face. Tony does really not buy this lie. At the immunity challenge, it's a counting one, and Spencer wins that. He's the superior counter.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then back at camp, the mastermind of this alleged plan, Cass, begins to rethink this opportunity, Um and starts to have doubts about her own plane and thinks, you know, Tony's been a big jerk. I think I could actually beat him at the end. And because of that, the votes shift, no idols are played, and Tasha is voted out with a vote of four to one to one. Both Wu and Cass flipped back on Spencer and Tasha. Spencer and Tasha vote incorrectly, and Tasha becomes the next person. Voted out of survivor Kageyan, having played a really great game and under the radar, a from behind one, but one of the power players in this season is gone. Uh, Adam, as a uh, as the holder of Tasha on your fantasy team, why don't you give us a brief in memoriam for Tasha's game?
1: You know, Tasha may have been the most talented survivor out there in this season. Wow. She was fighting from the bottom the whole time. Uh, three back-to-back challenge wins. Yeah. Should have had four there. Just couldn't quite count. Uh, counting, as well as Spencer. Is, counting
0: is tough. Yeah.
1: It's, you know, it's, it can be very difficult at times. Um, I, I I have enjoyed having Tasha on my team. I'm a little disappointed she actually went out like this. I, she's a better player than this, I think.
0: Yeah, you got the sense that like the, the plan that Cass and co had put together, it's like, Oh snap, it's happening. Like this is going to be the time. And then the fact that it was Cass who like came up with the plan that she was the one who backed down on it was a really kind of surprising thing. I thought, and as like Tasha, you've got to assume like, all right, if they're like going for this, it's probably going to happen. It's not going to be like, I don't know, pulled out from under us, but it was nonetheless.
1: Yeah, she trusted Cass again. I, the, the thing is, like, there's not, a, I don't, there's not much more she could have done, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, Wu obviously wasn't on their side, but if Cass wasn't going to be on their team, then Cass wasn't going to be on their team. It's just the way it was.
0: Yeah, so uh, after all this, one brain stabs another brain in the back, and we are down to just Six? Or was that six?
1: Now was six. We're down to yeah, five. Yeah, we're down to
0: five. I should be a better host.
3: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, final five. Yeah, final five. <laughs> Top five, five, five,
2: So you would not be the best counter then, Alex?
0: Yeah, definitely yeah, would not challenge. do good at the counting challenge.
1: That challenge took 25 minutes. Yeah,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of counting, man. Dude, I was I mean, just. Then on the island, 30. 30 days 33 days a
0: long time
1: something like that i can't imagine that that challenge looked exhausting
3: yeah i I would still be out there
0: (laughs) 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 yeah i was thinking as this was running how frustrating this would be it's like you run out there you got to run god i don't know like eighth of a mile or something not a lot but a little bit in the sand out here you count a bunch of stuff and then well, you run back, not, and it's like, you're it's wrong. not even like you're that hydrated to begin with. Yeah. And I, I would just get so frustrated of like, how am I wrong? I've count, ca- I know how to count. Yeah. I've counted well, this I mean, stuff 20 times.
1: And Jeff said that Tasha was off by like one point on yeah. like one number on the bamboo or something like the whole time. Like she just couldn't get one thing. So rough. So like, frustrating. Yeah. That was just, I. In in, 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 a, in a season that has had some pretty okay challenges thus far, like I've only really hated on a few of them, I think. Uh-huh. This one was honestly like really good, in my opinion. It really? wasn't that entertaining to watch, it was a really good challenge.
0: How do you figure?
1: Well, so they've been out there for 30, 33 days, however long it's been at this point. Uh, and this is. Um, and endurance and a brain challenge which are actually the only two people left brawn and brains. So really they looked at the demographic and they're like, well, we got brawn and uh, brains. Let's see which one uh, how, has,
2: how would you do outlasted. a challenge with beauty?
1: I don't know. <laughs> the old contest. Uh, um,
2: He just made a model face.
1: Yeah, I did. Which is great for our audio medium. <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> But like, it was, it was a long challenge, but I mean, it required a lot of the people and it wasn't like a puzzle where it's just like, you had to be good at puzzles to, you know, complete this and be ahead. It was like, everyone pretty much had a shot. Like Wu is the fastest one out there. Spencer is decently athletic and relatively smart. And it's just, it's counting. It's not like anything particularly challenging, except that you've not been eating well for 30 days. I just, I feel like it was a good challenge in terms of like, everyone's pretty much on equal footing.
0: Yep. Everybody should have a pretty equal ability to count things mm-hmm. <laughs> as adults.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, I felt, I felt good about the challenge. It was not entertaining to watch. No. Anyway. No. <laughs> I'm happy
3: that time lapsed much of it. Yep. <laughs> mm.
0: Scott, what was your favorite moment of this episode?
3: Oh, again, there's just so many to, so many to count. Um, <laughs> um, I was honestly like a pretty big fan of like the reward challenge. Yeah. <laughs> because like, you just got to throw sandbags at a wall. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be fun.
0: Dude. Okay. So we, uh, for again, our amateur survivor production, we tried this one. We did it. Um, so the for you who have not watched this episode recently, this is a challenge where there's two puzzles, um, and they're like a big, a big wall, and each tribe throws sandbags at the other tribe's puzzle, and then once one of them falls, they both go and try and solve it. The advantage towards the person, or the team that knocked the other tribe's puzzle down, because theoretically your puzzle would still be partially completed right anyway we ran this one and this was like the one time where we just like stood out there for an hour because they could not solve the freaking puzzle and we (laughs) used it It was yeah like it was really really rough i think it was because like the comp the puzzle wasn't that complex it was similarly kind of like a tiki guy but they just like missed a couple details over and over again. And it was windy and we used like cardboard boxes. So like that blew Uh, over a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, this was the worst Uh, one we did for sure.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Spencer came back, came back from behind like hardcore though. He, he worked with his team well.
0: Yeah, that's true. They like Cass was kind of calling it out and he was moving them.
3: Yep. Also, I just really liked the the reward. I thought it was cool. Like you don't know, we haven't seen that yet in our brief re watching of Survivor. True. And this was it was it was good to kind of you know give give back as opposed to just being rewarded. You're being rewarded by helping others. So that's mm. always that's always good.
0: Giving to others is the greatest gift there is.
3: Also hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dogs too. <laughs> emily do you yeah. have
0: a favorite moment this episode
2: yes it was woo doing karate for the kids
0: yeah that was fun it's pretty good
2: he like they were okay so they were passing out backpacks to these kids and then they had basketballs and woo's like whoa basketball and then he starts doing all these tricks and i was like did oh, this on like a stage out of nowhere and he starts doing backflips <laughs> i was like he was made for this challenge or for this reward
0: yeah, <laughs> Wu was great, especially juxtaposed with Spencer, who was like, I'll be the first to tell you that I hate kids.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just calling it like I see it.
0: <laughs> it was funny, too, how Cass was like, uh, wow, Wu, it's so great to finally see your personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like low key, pretty, sh- pretty shady right there. <laughs>
1: It was also like, have you not talked to Woo at all? Like he seems like he's been just having a great time. Yeah. Like no matter what.
0: <laughs> Until you start talking strategy with him. I
1: I have <laughs> a theory that he is being edited in a way that makes him appear less strategic than he is.
0: It's probably true.
2: Yeah, we were talking about that. Because I, I
1: feel like he has this listening face and that listening face is like it's this intent, like I'm, list, I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm thinking about it. And it always gets put up on the screen when he's supposed to be responding to something. <laughs> and so it just makes him look like he's not saying anything or, you know, he's just not, he, he could just, you know, not be very great at, you know, hurting people, which I mean, yeah. God bless Wu for that. Right. But yeah, I, I have a theory that he's being edited to look a little bit dumber than he actually
0: is. It's probably exaggerated for sure. I, yeah, I thought it was funny how, it's like whenever they finish talking to him and then they're like, what do you think? Woo? You get the like long, uh, you know, Mm. deep, deep in thought, which I like, I believe he is, you know, it probably better in survivor to just agree. And then actually think about it later so that you don't raise their alarms. But (laughs) it was funny. I recorded this soundbite. Um, this was Spencer, um, talking as woo. Yeah. Something to consider. Right. <laughs> Which I think will have some use here when we get especially spicy takes. Yeah, something to consider. Right. Love
1: those spicy takes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right up there with the cool one as far as the cool. the complete apathy. <laughs> this isn't fun. <laughs> not fun at all
1: when i say that all the time all. love that that is our go-to thing.
0: <laughs> this isn't fun i'm not having fun right now not having fun right now all right one of the big storylines of this episode was Cass and how she is really actively creating chaos um some chaos time, Cass. chaos cast that's what they call her Sometimes it works out for her. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes she goes back on her chaos and creates more chaos out of it. Um, Emily, when you look at Cass's game, what do you think are the the ups and downs as a survivor player to playing the way that Cass does?
2: Um, I respect that Cass is willing to shake things up. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people who are just going with Tony and doing whatever he wants And I don't think that's going to serve them very well. So I respect that she's willing to look, you know, take a step back and be like, well, you know, now would be a good time to change things up. However, I don't always follow why she does the exact things that she does because she was trying to make an alliance with Wu and like get him to break with Tony, which was great. And then she just flipped on that. And I just, I don't know if we really got a good, I mean, I guess she said she thought that she could win over Tony, but I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that was very smart because you have to get from now to the end still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and l- Sometimes she just does things that I don't quite see the logic in.
0: Yeah. Unless I miss something, that was the logic that she gave as far as swap switching back to not voting out. Tony is this realization that wait, Oh, I can, I can beat Tony at the end. There's no need to take him out.
2: She's just constantly saying, you know, everyone's going with Tony and he's just getting whatever he wants. I think this is the episode where she calls him a mafia boss or something. Yeah. I was like, how do you think that you're going to, you know, get to the end with him completely in charge of this game? Never challenging him at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah. The, I feel like her play style, which is very like stir things up, cause chaos, cause conflict probably has definitely short term merits in that it like, especially where she's at, which is consistently kind of on the lower end of things as far as control, you know, by doing what she's doing, she creates confusion and chaos and chaos is a ladder as Peter Baelish would say, um,
1: He's an ESPN guy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the ESPN broadcaster, um, and also Master of Whispers and Westeros for a time being. Um, but yeah, like it—it it can create short-term gain in that it gets like the target off of you or causes like dissent among alliances or whatever. But I don't know playing that sort of game. I don't know how many friends it gets you, and I don't know how. Many people view it positively. Yeah, when, when you get deep,
1: I, I think part of the problem with it is it's a decent play style. If if there are more people, because as it stands right now, the chaos that she's causing is among five people, six people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's just not there. There aren't enough people there for someone to kind of sidle up next to her and be like. Hey, I'm on your side. Like low key, I'm on your side here. You yeah. just need to get the other people on your side. You yeah. know, or I can help you try to find someone else to be on your side here. And just like someone who's going to use her as like, you're my sacrificial lamb. You're going to cause chaos, and when you have to go, you're going to go. But until then, I'm going to use you. Yeah. And like that's that's like a valid way to play the game. Where it's, and, and and if you are aware that this person's using the, you that way, then you can you know, plan for it. But she's just so late in the game to be playing this way that she's just causing disruption with no real end goal. I just, yeah, I, I, I agree. I just don't really see the point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know what it does?
3: What does it do? It, give? it gives her 0% chance to win the game.
0: Oh, <laughs> Spencer, the savant. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, it seemed like she had the plan the plan was gonna work <clears throat> it seemed like right it seemed like woo was in uh and that he only switched back when Cass said like the plans off you know yeah. so I like theoretically if her plan is and her objective is get Tony out it looked like it would have worked I I would venture to say that Tony probably would have played an Idol um yeah. I trust his gut as far as his like sense of when things are up and I think he would have sniffed it out but I think they would have completed the vote, the vote split and flushed one of his idols um and like completed the plan but she backed down on it
1: yeah I I just don't I don't know it. I, I, I think she just doesn't have a clear idea of what she actually wants. And she feels like, as long as there's chaos, no one can really reign. And that's really all she's trying to avoid.
2: And she doesn't really have enough power to really control it, I guess. You know, not yeah. About it, you know? That's just her Hail Mary strategy. Mm, the Hail Mary. And honestly, had they tried to get Tony out, because we were talking about this, like, yeah, Tony probably would have played his idol, and yeah, so, would have happened.
1: Yeah, let's let's talk about this plan of theirs for a minute. Yeah, because there's six people. Tony and Trish are voting for Tasha, right? Spencer and Wu are voting for Tony, right? And Cass and uh, Trish Tasha Tasha, Tasha. Um, <laughs> are voting for uh, Trish Trish. Yep. So there's a three way tie.
0: So I, this is their, their plan, is that if all goes according to plan, right, yeah, you're right. Three-way tie, but Tony plays an idol. Okay, there, there's two ways it goes, right? If Tony plays an idol, it's a two-way tie. And then now the four of them that split votes on um, Trish and Tony, uh, one of them won't be able to vote because one of them is Tasha, but the other three of them vote for Trish. It's three to one. Trish goes home right the other scenario is tony doesn't play as idol now you can't vote for now trish tony and tasha don't vote the only people that vote are spencer Wu, and cass and they vote tony out okay this so, makes
2: a lot more sense yeah. when i thought the tiebreaker was making fire
0: uh that's only at a final four tie okay Yes.
2: I was going to say there's a chance that Tasha still goes home. So I was surprised she agreed to it, mm-hmm. but now it makes sense to me. Yep.
0: If everybody holds fast, then yeah, there wouldn't actually be a chance that she goes home on the gotcha. re Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I just didn't
1: fully understand what their plan was. Mm-hmm. Like I that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but that makes sense.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. The, the tie vote rules are kind of complex.
1: Well, and especially since we've never actually seen it.
2: And there's idols and three-way ties. <laughs> I have no
1: albums. idea what's happening. Yeah, because I guess you're
0: right. We haven't seen a tie, huh?
1: Yeah, I, I guess I kept thinking that Tony wouldn't play an idol except his hidden idol.
0: Yeah, I but think... If, but if it's a three-way
1: tie, then he's not going to play that idol, which means he wouldn't have played an idol at all. So maybe after the tiebreaker, he plays an idol then.
0: So... There, You can only play the regular idol before the initial vote. So if it was a three-way tie and Tony didn't play his idol, then he wouldn't have a chance to play it before the re-vote. But he would have his special idol still as like a fallback. If he, yeah, there was no way that he was actually going home as long as he had the super idol. Because you can just whip that out at any point when you're going home.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then.
0: Yeah, if you're Tony... Your plan is
1: a lot less convoluted than I thought it was. I gotcha.
0: <laughs> yeah, if there's Tony, there's zero reason for you to play your actual hidden immunity idol before you burn your super idol. Right. Because you could guess wrong on your hidden immunity idol. There's no chance you guess wrong on your super idol. It's like... Right, right, You're going home and now you're not. Which is still just a wild thing. I can't believe they put it in the game.
1: Yeah, well... <laughs> and And the thing about this is Tony really... I mean, he can only use it through the next, the next tribal, right? Final five is the last time idols can be. No, so it makes it season. makes sense.
2: Oh, bye, baby. Oh, bye,
1: baby. Oh, bye, baby. Oh,
0: bye, baby. Oh, bye, baby.
1: So it makes it makes sense not to play your idol, but at the same time, I feel like I got two idols to burn. There are two idol- idols left. Let's throw it out there, you know?
0: Yeah. If he's just playing the numbers, that makes sense. But as we will see next episode, he maybe has another plan in store for his two idols. (laughs) Two idols. Two idols. One, two. All right. uh, Let's be woke about this reward challenge real fast in 2019, shall we? (laughs) <laughs> okay. how is this uh survivor ambassador trip actually bad
2: uh white savior complex yes there it is part.
0: we
1: found no, it bing bing no, bing
2: no, yeah no, i nope. felt a little uncomfortable no nope. my
1: favorite part is when they gave all the <laughs> the the poor kids um school supplies and then went off and ate hamburgers by themselves yeah i
2: really thought,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I really thought they were gonna cheer that meal and adam and i were like argue, i mean not really arguing but arguing about it like because he's like, oh, they're just going to go off. And I was like, no, they're going to share them. And they certainly did not.
1: I made, I made some joke about, like, uh, the kids are going to get the school supplies. And we are like, that's great. Can we have that burger, though? And yeah. <laughs> Emily was like, there's no way that they don't share the food. And they
3: didn't. <laughs> Uh, so I'm su- I feel super guilty because while watching it I did not think about any of this, but it's so much. Sense. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's my own that's my own privilege showing. I guess. Uh-oh.
0: I also love the shots of like you know Spencer's in the back of the truck tosses a backpack out and then like seven kids fight over it. I didn't love that. Yeah. I mean in reality you've got a trust survivor right they're like actually giving a backpack full of school supplies to each individual kid it's not just like a gimme free for all thing and they are well fed kids but yeah it doesn't it didn't look great. Yeah, it, it does not look good. <laughs> All right, just wanted to be woke about that. I knew that we would yeah, have some tapes.
2: Yeah, appreciate it. This was
0: 2013, though. I feel like we should have been better at this point. Yeah,
2: you <laughs> know, Survivor continues to surprise us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, Maybe, it's who, sometimes who a to Be a, a misogynist in the last episode of this.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, who are we going to like absolutely be disgusted by in the it's finale? Be, it's be well, shown... Spencer
2: already said something. So. Yeah. Oh, he
0: did say something about like he
2: said something typical about, like, women or yeah, yeah. yeah when Cass
1: was like waffling. Like letting like, her
2: emotions get the best. Oh yeah, ever. that was it. Mm. So.
1: It's gonna be devastating when Wu says something misogynist. Oh gosh. He does.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he has it in him. <laughs> you know what'll well, they happen? The, they're the
1: best. We know it. They're the best. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, we'll if Wu says something misogynist, this will be my reaction. I probably pooped on myself. right there in scott's living room yeah yep Yep. (laughs) uh we talked about this already but just want to reiterate the complete dichotomy between how cool natural and fun woo was and how awkward rigid and dorky spencer was on this challenge or this reward (laughs) really fun to watch (laughs) (laughs) who's who (laughs)
1: i i'm i'm woo
0: yeah absolutely I'm Spencer it's happening right now <laughs> i didn't actually mean to click on that but it worked out okay <laughs> kids are fun man like
1: just
2: because you are a kid you just
1: you just you have just fun. stare at me
2: they just stare at me
1: because they're waiting for you to do something and i don't know
2: what they want <laughs>
1: juggle just juggle just juggle <laughs>
3: with them, of, yeah. nothing. Toss them some school stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. fight you the game.
2: No.
0: Mm. Well, just, I didn't know they made such an animal. Just hit them with <laughs> Just hit him with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk about the Spence and Cass dynamic too. This is a relationship at this point in the game that is so fun for me. How they're like so different yet very similar. They like. They're like frenemies. They hate each other, yet they love each other and rely on each other. There were some moments at this reward and shortly afterwards where Cass and Spencer are talking and it's like, reminded me of their entire journey together where they've been on the same tribe forever, have been like working with or against each other very closely the whole time. It's been back and forth. Been a real fun relationship.
1: Yeah, they, they just they need each other. I don't know. It's it's Cass has been a part of the majority Alliance, but also not really a part of it. Mm -hmm. I I feel like she's almost as much an outsider to that Alliance as Spencer is. And Spencer's just kind of waiting for her to come around and be like, yeah, you're, you're, you're not a part of the majority here. We need you to you know shape up.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just they're kind of like back and forths like they're bickering yet they're still working together is is fun for me.
1: Yeah. I agree. They're fun. They're fun fun duo. Mhm.
0: Um okay, so then we move to the immunity challenge after Woo uh, finally says that he is in with Cass and Spencer after, you know, just considering it for quite some time. We move on to the counting challenge. This, of course, there's just a bunch of things they have to count, and then they have to run back and put the right number in, and if you got them all right, then you win.
1: You had to smash a tile first.
0: You did Mm -hmm. have to smash a tile.
1: There was another step.
0: Yes, pulling the thing out and hitting something with it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: a very underrated part of any
3: survivor challenge. Yeah.
1: yeah. That
2: was the brawn part.
1: You know what? No. <laughs> if they didn't have that, then how would you determine a tiebreaker? Yeah, that's it. It's just gotta be like the the visceral. You, you do know this and that you won because you broke the tile first. Yeah. Hulk smash. Hulk smash similar to the olympics there should be like a normal person so we understand what they've gone through over the last 30 days like this is so easy if you've been eating three courses a day with like full nutrition
0: meals (laughs) i'm not sure though like some of those things looked really hard to count like the the sticks i don't think it would have taken 25 minutes
1: for any of us to like to figure this out. How
0: would, how would you go about this? If you were on the show in this challenge, would you go try and count all six run back? Or would you do one at a time, run back one at a time or somewhere in the middle? I do one at a time. That's kind of what I was thinking too.
1: I, like there's no way I'm going to be able to hold all of them in my head at the same time, or if there are easier things to uh, re, uh, count or keep hold of, you know, like the rocks are probably pretty easy to count the buoys are probably pretty easy to count. You probably keep those in your head at the same time. Crabs are probably harder the uh, uh, the bamboo is probably harder you know like things like that you know one at a time just get it right.
0: The crabs you got to account for maybe you counted one Mr. Crab once and then Mr. Crab moves from one side of the tank to the other and you accidentally count that same Mr. Crab twice exactly therefore messing up your number total exactly you need mr crab to stay still
2: i just think that this challenge would be a lot easier with the hindsight that we have because i bet starting off they were just trying to memorize as many numbers as they could and then they had to run back and the numbers were high and they were similar and i think if you just started off slow knowing it would take forever i bet they would have done better in the challenge it's just my guess
0: slow and steady tortoise in the hair
2: um
0: want to talk about the way that tony totally read woo like a book when they got back from this challenge um where woo lied to him um and could completely sense that things were not correct with him and with the rest of his alliance tony is a great read it definitely seems like well and that
1: was the funny thing about that was uh they uh who was it trish trish was like if he says that they didn't talk about anything then you know he's lying yeah and so you're sitting there like oh please say please just say something and then he came back and he said something and you're like all right way to go way to play that and then uh you know Tony does read him very well, but he's yeah. also a cop. It's
3: not but al- surprising. But also, like the what he said was like completely idiotic. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> it was like, what was it like? Spencer wants to take out Tasha or something. Like, yeah, like that's so unbelievable.
2: <laughs> yeah, he made up some really bad lies.
0: Yeah, Tony like, was like, "Why? Why would he do that?" He's like,
3: "Man, I don't know.
0: I don't know why he would do that." <laughs>
3: <laughs> nobody does to... <laughs> yes yeah, so that was my big complaint with it was like at least pick like i don't know spencer wants to take out trish or something like something more believable than that
0: dude i i think what you do if you're woo because you've got to suspect that everybody knows like okay they are gonna talk to woo about switching and like even if you're not sure if Cass is on the other side or not you just say like yeah, man. Spencer just tried to talk us into voting with him to vote you out because he says there's no way we can beat him. And I just, you know, like nodded my head, said, yeah, sure, whatever. But I'm not going to do that. I'm with you guys. That's probably the way to play it. Right.
1: Yeah. It, it, honestly, like we wouldn't need to lie about anything like I, well, except yeah, for he, his he, intent. He, he, yeah. That's yeah, except for his intent. He didn't need to lie about anything. He could have said, Yeah, Spencer and Cass both talked about it. And honestly, it's good for him to throw Cass under the bus. Probably, yeah. Be like, You know, yeah, you can't trust her. Like, she's trying to
0: stab you in the back.
2: Exactly. Exactly. With a knife, (laughs) in the kitchen.
0: (laughs) With Professor Plum. going to stab you just like Euron Greyjoy did to Jamie Lannister last night, am I right?
3: Totally watch that. Yeah. I totally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the time that this hits air, uh, Game of Thrones will be done and well done, so this is a outdated reference.
3: Who is Daenerys?
0: Uh Daenerys Targaryen, the Unburnt, the Mother of Dragons, Queen of the Andals and the First Men rightful heir to the throne of and the uh, seven kingdoms she broke like bad last writers, night guys the writers don't even care about this show anymore why do you yeah
1: i know
2: yeah.
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm losing care
2: all of her character development for nothing
0: for nothing well okay here oh god this is gonna no, send no, me on no, tangent. Watch this I know. I know, <laughs> I know here's my let i'll let this go on record here's my my one take about game of thrones season eight is that there in the last season two? I'll throw seven and eight together. There have been lots of really great moments and lots of great, like, satisfying ends to characters' arcs. And there's been lots of, like, moments in writing and plot things that have felt like unsatisfying. But I think the reason why is that they had to, they made the choice to end this show so abruptly that they like they've done a fine job they just sped the pace of this up so fast that it was is really hard for anything to feel as satisfying as it could be because there's such a long build up to it and then they just like what what took two seasons and two like abridged seasons if the same stuff happened more drawn out over the course of like three or four normal length seasons it would have been good and felt fine but Because it's so fast, it's just hard. There's my official stance on the conclusion of Game of Thrones. Having not seen the finale yet, which as of the time of this recording is next weekend, and I will revise my take at that time if necessary. Thank you for joining us as we go
3: through all eight seasons
1: (laughs) of Game of Thrones. Next, it's (laughs) going to be a much anticipated, (laughs)
3: months-old. Yeah, seriously. on out thrones <laughs>
0: <laughs> out burn out sex out <laughs> dragon, out dragon.
1: can the four of us start a game of thrones podcast where everyone watches a completely different show and alex tries to get us to talk about game of thrones
0: <laughs> dog so i watched season one of weeds this week <laughs> let me tell you, it's a pretty good show <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, uh, just a couple more notes here. I, It's been a long road for the Brains Tribe, but there was something... Um, It didn't happen, but for that moment there after the reward, when it seemed like everyone on the, was on the same page, there was this really like beautiful moment of it's like wow the brains are all back together they had some wandering it took a lot but like tosh casa and cas and spencer on the same page there are three of the six people left they can put their eggs in the same basket and after all they've gone through like kind of run stuff but then it all fell apart
2: yeah that's kind of disappointing because that would be such a underdog story
3: yeah it really would be like poetic justice like
2: I mean,
1: the three brains that were there at the merger
3: made it to the final six. Wild, right? That's crazy. Yeah, it's because Spencer and Tosh like went from brain to like full on brawn and like killed all the challenges. Yeah, that's true.
2: Truly,
0: truly. Has so, anybody other than Tasha and Spencer won an immunity challenge? Wu won one? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. They've killed it in the challenges. Uh, Spencer yeah. and Tosh have survived despite being like large threats in the minority group. Uh, they've
3: also but they've done a good job of like sowing chaos, like causing chaos, yeah. like as we saw last episode too. So it's not just because they won
2: challenges, like right. kind of the, good number, job of-
1: the number of times that Spencer, Tasha, and Cass nearly like flipped the game on its head is insane. Nearly, she never actually <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah. They just couldn't get the people on their side.
0: Yeah. And Cass, in turn, saw the sinking ship and jumped off it at the right time and has survived by cuddling up by the power people. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> okay, yeah, that's actually a really good point. She probably wouldn't be here if, if she hadn't done that.
0: Yeah, almost definitely not.
1: Like there's there's a chance you would have been voted out before. No, you get rid of Tasha the first chance you get.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: Spencer, yeah,
0: yeah. There, I don't know, there's, man. There's,
1: there's there's a chance there's a chance that she's there, but only because she's less of a challenge in the you know
0: whatever the the comp, the the
1: what what are they called Immunity challenges? challenges. Yeah.
0: yeah, goodness. I think too because she like she and Tony obviously do not get along. She and Trish obviously do not get along. If she wasn't like a, a number that they counted on, you could totally see a scenario where they're just like, dude, screw Cass, get her out of here.
3: Yeah, for sure. You kind of wonder though, like if the brains were together the whole time, like I bet like Trish would have been like, there's a chance on like Trish and some of the lower level people of that alliance would have probably been gone sooner or two.
0: Mm-hmm. So and you got there's that. a, yeah, there's a chance that the brains, if they are a, a powerful tight three, become a larger threat in people's radars too and get voted out earlier.
1: This is what I want to see. I want to see Survivor Kagayan again with the exact same people. Interesting. Maybe mean, we can lose
0: be. we could lose lose David Sampson, can lose Jeremiah.
1: No, Jeremiah
0: is instrumental. No, he's not. <laughs> Aren't <some> major man- <laughs> <laughs> I just go back to the last episode, dude. Jeffra, like, hey, Jeremiah, I know what we talked about, but I'm not going to be voting with y'all anymore. And he's like, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs>
1: I, I, I want to know how Jeffra plays this game differently, like knowing what she knows. And Yeah, I'd like to but, see
0: Jeffra again. I just don't <laughs> think Jeremiah has any upside.
1: <laughs> I, I, I would be so <laughs> curious. I don't know. I. It, it would never happen because it's a horrible <laughs> idea, but I would just, I would watch it. I would watch. That's actually a really
0: interesting idea. A complete
3: redoing of a
0: season. Yeah.
3: What they should do. Have, have they ever done this where they take like the most incompetent people and put them on an island together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a survivor season made up of only people who got voted out first.
3: Yes. like like put like, put like the Jeremiah's of the world or like, <laughs> Dar- like Dara put like just, those just people, people who <laughs> who are bad at playing the game yeah, yeah. that'd be so it's compelling like- to watch I'm <laughs> just See them just whoever the biggest loser wins.
1: Like, it's like 40 days in, and they formed a society because they just don't know how to like get each
0: other out. <laughs> Jeff's like, Guys, we've been waiting on you at tribal council for days. You have like, to yeah, come we, we here
1: a train over there, and we have a bank over there.
3: Now. <laughs> We're not Once playing, face, Survivor they're, still anymore. A, they're still holding a public forum to try to decide. <laughs> <laughs> They started their own new Republic
0: and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be something last thing we'll talk about here. The big reason we're given as to why the plan doesn't come together is that Cass, as we've said, decides she thinks she can beat Tony at a final tribal. Um, Adam and Emily, what do you think about that idea? Do you agree with um, Cass's take that Tony is beatable at the end or do you think she's dumb for thinking that? Um, and that Tony would wipe the floor with her and anyone else.
2: We actually talked about this last night after we, or whenever we watched it, after we watched the episode. Um, Pillow
1: talk. Uh, mm. Anyway.
2: Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> it feels like Tony has definitely been the better player. Just because he's had more power in the game. And he's, he's worked to be a little bit recklessly strategic too. I just think I would wonder if people would see the merit of how well he played the game against Cass, but at the same time, would they hold their grudges against him enough to make sure that he doesn't win? That's just something I'm not sure. Like even as this game progresses, if Tony gets to the final, no matter who he's with, I don't know how the jury will react because I think he made some people really mad, but yeah, this far away from the game now, I don't know if they'll still hold that grudge Mm -hmm. or just see, his gameplay. I think
1: you got to think about... So so, ha, do you know how many people are on the jury who are going to be on the jury?
0: Um, I can tell you how many are on the jury now and how many people are left in the game. And you can use math from mm. there to figure out what you think. But to your point, Emily, like you definitely look at the people on the jury and there's a non-zero amount of them that were like just blatantly stabbed in the back by Tony. Think about Sarah and Jeffra and LJ are the first three that come to mind. People that, you know, trusted Tony and banked on him coming through for him. And he instead, you know, turns around and slits their throat. Mm -hmm. Um, Currently on the jury, we've got Sarah, Morgan, LJ, Jeremiah, Jeffra, and Tasha. And still in the game are five left. So... Tasha, Six okay. on the jury, five in the game. Eight on the jury.
1: At a final three, yeah, yeah. Okay, so eight in a final, three. but, but I mean, think like only three, <clears throat> only three people have been stabbed in the back so far. And then How you've it?
0: got then you've got Morgan, Jeremiah, and Tasha. And I I think
1: those are people who. Morgan, Jeremiah, and Tasha. I just, I don't know. I, I, I think there's definitely an argument that the people that Tony took out via, like, blindside, they have a hard time getting over that like, and seeing think, him strategically.
2: I don't think Sarah will vote for him no matter what.
1: But that's only three but people. She's,
2: yeah, she's really particular. Like, I, 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 think,
1: I think you're right in that a non-zero amount of people were completely blindsided and lied to by him. But I, I'm going to say a majority of the people on that jury tried and tried to do something to overturn his rule and just couldn't do it for some reason and will recognize that as good play.
0: Yeah, it'll probably also come down to who, if Tony does make it to the end, who that's in the game now ends up on the jury and who he ends up sitting with at the end, of course. Yeah,
1: I, I think who he sits with too. I think he has really strong, like he has really strong competition, no matter who of these five people wind up there. Mm-hmm. Spencer has, I mean, he's played the entire game from the bottom and he is here. Uh, Woo. I mean, I, we, we make fun of the has sort of made fun of him as a non strategically thinking, player but i think he's still here like he's still mm-hmm. done really well he's won a challenge he's he's just good at what he does and the most likable guy oh for yeah. sure he's so and his social game has to be off the charts um uh who else who you cass i think has been a little reckless but i think she can make an argument that she made moves and she stayed in the game she's and a that,
0: lawyer you think yeah, she'd probably be yeah, good at a final she- tribal Yep.
1: Uh, Trish is I mean we, we've talked about it like she needs to be able to articulate what she has done to help Tony's position which is she can do that I think she has a really valid shot at a million dollars if people are looking for something someone other than Tony to vote for mm-hmm. and then you have Tony who has been running this game for you know eight episodes it's
0: I I I don't know. Like, there's some really strong competition. So do you think bottom line, Cass has a point and a justified uh, reasoning here, or was it a bad thinking process?
1: I think that if you can take out the guy who's been running the game, that's a big argument on your behalf.
2: True.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that's more important than sitting next to the jerk. Unless you're also considered a jerk and you need a bigger jerk to make you look better.
0: Yeah. Uh, Apologize for some survivor references, some meta survivor references this episode that you probably didn't get. Uh, She's saying, I think he's the Russell Hance of this season who, without um, going into detail of the way his game concluded, um, is just a notable survivor villain. Probably the biggest survivor villain of all time. You
1: want to see one of those uh, Hanson
0: brothers? Hans?
1: What did you say Hans?
0: Hans, Russell Hans. I thought you said Hanson. Oh, no. So upset now. Yeah, it was a good try, though. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it before we get copyright. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to owe the Hanson brothers millions of dollars. That's all they <laughs> have, Alex. <laughs> is, is people going mbop on their podcasts. all right well uh let's go ahead and check out our um fantasy uh update and then we'll conclude by giving the mvps of the episode um in this episode another whopper for adam's earlobes tribe Mm -hmm. go figure here um huge night for spencer who but won both challenges couple points from Wu and a point from Tasha. Uh, Emily, your tribe got a point and a half from Cass yeah. for winning the reward and surviving, and a half a point from Trish for surviving. Yeah. And, Scott, you got one point from Tony for voting correctly and surviving.
3: Hey! So, <laughs>
0: score update after this episode. In third place, Scott's RN Jesus tribe at 34. In second place with 35 and a half is Dara's second win, Emily's squad. And pacing the group now, leading by 23 points. Woo-woo! A score of 58 and a half is the Earlobe Tribe. Um, yeah, this is quite a romp. <laughs> <laughs> no other way to put it. Uh, but there is still time left. Although time is running short and so are the people on your tribe to make pushes before we conclude, let's wrap things up by awarding our survivor MVP of the episode. Scott, why don't you go first? Who's your big winner?
3: Uh, my big winner Spencer. Cause we, like we talked about, he really did well in both challenges and kind of avoided being voted out despite being on the low amount of the numbers. So, Yep. Go Spencer
0: Did have immunity Which makes getting voted out hard But <laughs>
3: You know He had to,
0: he earned that immunity Sure did
2: <laughs>
1: That's right The immunity kept him From getting voted out So <laughs> Cause he counted Real good Yeah he
2: did
1: He's a good He's... counter Go counting
0: Adam who's your MVP today
1: You know I think I'm gonna Throw it up to Woo Cause oh. he entertained Those kids So good Honestly like this episode Is really hard to Award an MVP to like I feel like the last like four or five episodes it's been so easy. This one it's like, yeah, like Spencer's a good option, but woo for entertaining those kids.
0: Emily.
2: Yeah, that was my answer. I actually (sighs) shut up. I actually thought about this since we watched the episode. I because he went on that stage and entertained the kids and he did a backflip. And I honestly thought, we'll be careful. It's been like 30 some days of you (laughs) being frail and starving on an island. But he did it. He landed it. He was great.
0: He sure did. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to Tony today. He, um, even though perhaps it wasn't because of loyalty, he kept his ducks in a row, avoided being voted for, even though it was heavily considered and lives another day without burning any of his idols. All right, that'll do it today from Outwatch, the Survivor Rewatch podcast. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe as we wind down. There's only two episodes left in this season of Outwatch, our episode 12 coverage, and then our live finale show, which you won't want to miss either. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything. (laughs) Subscribe! (laughs) Subscribe! And if that doesn't convince you, nothing awesome. will. We'll Subscribe see you. right, comment below. <laughs> Subscribe to the Survivor. Stay for the Game of Thrones commentary. Heck yeah. yes. Uh, and until next time, uh, next time on Outwatch, Dracarys. That was another Game of Thrones crossover. Thanks, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was bad same <laughs>